When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now... One more thing. Yes, yes, y'all. Uh, man. <laughs> what a world. So, um, today we are going to talk about white supremacist institutions. And the point that I'd like to make is that white supremacist institutions aren't about who is upholding them. Rather, they are about who benefits from them. And you might even be able to take it a step further. It's also about who is disadvantaged by them. That, that'll be important a little later because, you know, some people don't like the idea that they were born with privilege. So often enough, we need to make the point that they were born with less in the way of disadvantages, but that'll become clear a bit later. So um, why are we talking about this today? Well, I ended up reading an article uh, that was sent to me by our producer, Chris, Chris Thompson. And he just thought it was interesting, thought it was something that I should be made aware of. and. Uh, you know, it's my job to check those things out. So under normal circumstances, there would never be any reason for me to talk about this person. But Azalea Banks was the person in the article. And the source was Fox News. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend like 
news companies aren't biased. Um, and so I'm not mad at Fox News for their bias. Uh, I'm, I'm mad at them for the severity and the irresponsibility of their extreme bias in many cases. But, um, you know, that is what it is. Uh, today, Azalea Banks is what brought this to my attention. And the reason for that is because in this article, she takes a lot of time to praise uh, the Florida governor, Ron DeSantis. And as you know, Ron DeSantis is about as right wing as they come. And most importantly, and most recently, uh, his campaign against uh, African-American history being taught in the state of Florida, his campaign against CRT, his campaign against um, a lot of uh, policies and systems that uh, black people in mass, not totally, but, you know, we in mass believe uh, we will benefit from. He stands opposed to them. And that opposition is often to the benefit of the far right leaning uh, people in this country. And those who maybe they aren't so far right leaning are limited by the choices that they have. And there we are. Now, we've seen black people with uh, huge platforms share and espouse and parrot conservative ideas over the years. This is not a new phenomenon. <laughs> Not by a long shot. Um, but what we're talking about here is, in my belief, a person who historically has done really extreme things for the sake of getting attention. Um, in her world, attention translates into money. It's complicated, or I guess it may not be that complicated, but, you know, the long and the short of it is that attention translates into money. Um, she says something in the article like she feels safer in Florida than she does in California, which may be the case. You know, California isn't a perfect place either. Um, but California, I believe, operates in good faith more often than Florida. Uh in an attempt to benefit all of the state's people. And I can't say the same for Florida. Now, you can certainly highlight a couple of examples of the Florida governor centering these people or spotlighting those people or whatever. But um, to compare California to Florida based on one metric, one factor, and use that as uh, the 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 springboard to give a full-throated endorsement of Ron DeSantis feels a little insincere, unfounded, and again, very dangerous. 
bear in mind that when black people echo the sentiments of deeply conservative white people, it gives some of the white people that are perhaps a little bit more moderate in their beliefs license to move a little further right. Right. They, they may be well-intentioned. They may not be harboring some secret prejudices, prejudices or, or racist ideas or whatever. You know, um, many, many probably are and don't want to be seen as racist. But it's those those more moderate right uh, right leaning folks that when they see a person like Azalea Banks. Uh, giving a, a an endorsement like this. They feel like, well, then he can't be that bad for black people if a black woman is endorsing him. Right. And then they don't feel so bad. They don't think about it as critically. They don't imagine themselves on the other side of that coin because what they're seeing says, okay, well, you know, this community is divided on this issue or on this person or on whatever. Right. And if they only subscribe to channels like Fox News and Fox News highlights the more conservative leaning uh, black people with these huge platforms, it's very easy to think, well, if this black person feels this way and they have a huge platform and black people support them, then it stands to reason that this is an issue that black people are very much divided about. When the truth is, that's not the case. So, again, white supremacist institutions aren't about who upholds them, a person like Azalea Banks, but really about who benefits from them, right? And that's not to say that Azalea Banks doesn't benefit, but in mass, you know, overall, broadly speaking, you know, if this attention does translate to money for her, then she makes a little bit of money. But the people that really are benefiting from giving her a stage and an interview and so forth, those are the people that recognize, hey, look, if we play with the optics here, if we make this into more of a mountain than the molehill than it actually is, then we might be able to keep things the way they are a little bit longer. Bear in mind, this is a very much liberal country. Most of the people here espouse liberal philosophies. A good number of the voters are conservatives. And this is why we have election cycles that tend to go back and forth. But most of the human beings on these lands and indeed on the planet have liberal views. So she's not the only one. I can't talk about one person um, upholding white supremacist systems and have that be the end of the conversation. You know, you know the people. They might be black, they might be Hispanic, they might, whatever the case is, they may not be white people. But you recognize that their views might be a little extreme. Maybe they are themselves living a life where they are doing well often fiscally, not morally. <laughs> but, you know, you know these people, and if you don't, you see them online. You know, these, these accounts you may come across. Maybe they don't have huge platforms like Azalea Banks, but you know them. 
And if they don't remind you of her, then perhaps they remind you of another person who fits this mold quite well. Kanye West. Or Ye. And we know that story. That's a that's a huge story. And and the reason it was a huge story is for the same reason. A black man upholding white supremacist views, beliefs. Granted, his are a little bit more extreme, certainly more toxic. But, you know, he had admitted white supremacists traveling with him, sharing his content, actual Nazis, not people that, you know, try to shed that label because they're trying to get into the political arena. No, actual bona fide Nazis taking Kanye West's material and sharing that content online. And the people that try to repackage Kanye West or you know, they're, they're so deep thinker, you know, and so, you know, um, what, whatever it is they are, they think they're smarter than everybody by not subscribing to groupthink. That, you know, they, they overlook the very obvious facts so that they can rehash a new version of reality where Kanye West is the good guy. And they, too, help uphold white supremacist institutions. Often enough, these people are black people. Doesn't, doesn't need to be white people upholding white supremacist institutions. Um, I think there's nowhere in recent memory that was uh, better put on display than, of course, in Memphis with the five officers charged with the murder of Tyree Nichols. For those of us who are passionate about social justice, for those of us who have worked in that space, who have done our best to galvanize people and dismantle white supremacist oppressive systems that keep certain people's disadvantaged while privileging other people. We know that our issue was never about, you know, protesters versus white people. It was always about protesters versus police. The fact that there's no police accountability, the fact that police enjoy qualified immunity, the fact that there's a, a, a blue wall of silence and the fact that, by and large, America and American voters are so given to fear mongering from Fox News more often than not, that they will blindly support police and policing as it is right now, too, even if they themselves are black. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. 
that frustrating thing your mom does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com BIN today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot B-I-N. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. And here we are in this country. You know, and what do you do? All five officers are black. Well, it was never about black and white. It was about the institution, the white supremacist institution that punishes often enough black people for their blackness, not for the crimes, not for their culpability, for their blackness. That's it. Now, if they are guilty of something, The outcomes tend to be worse, as we know.
And the same is true for other people who don't enjoy the benefits of white supremacist institutions, in particular, our um, Latino brothers and sisters or Latinx brothers and sisters. So, well, you might be asking yourself, well, you know, these are all people. People are flawed. People are um, susceptible to fear mongering. People are susceptible to groupthink. People, whatever it is that you think, and you know, you'd be right because those things are true. I'm a person. I'm not above these things. Doesn't matter how many books I read or how many articles or how many varied news sources. Sources, you know, I'm still a product of this country, this country's education system, this world, uh, and the 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 forces that create the culture in which we live. So let's let's move away from people for a second. You know, we're talking about white supremacist institutions. So what are we talking about? Well, a very obvious one we just talked about is the criminal justice system. You know, the criminal justice system, as we know, on the front, the front end with policing is biased against black people. But if we talk about uh, the, the bail system, that's also biased against black people and brown people. Well, if we talk about, you know, the, uh, the, the, the court system, the judicial system in this country, well, that's also biased against black and brown people. And of course, prisons. I mean, you know what fills the prisons how the sentencing is is done right and how people are treated yes so you know you might say to yourself well you know if black people didn't commit the crimes then they wouldn't be subject to that yeah so the numbers say black people are arrested for crimes at a higher rate but i think that you need to take that literally Black people are arrested at a higher rate. Poor people commit crime. <laughs> and and greedy people. And, and and indeed bad people do too. But if we're going by the numbers, that's poor people. Black people are arrested. Black people are over policed. Black people are disadvantaged at every single step in the criminal justice system, right? And here's here's the point in the conversation where you say that, yes, when we talk about white privilege, you, a white person, if indeed that's who you are and listening to this show today, may never have felt privilege in your life. You might have been born just as poor as me, or the next man might have had to work just as hard in your estimation, might have had just as many obstacles to overcome in your view, right? And I understand that view. I understand, well, I, I understand why you would have that view. It's very hard to see anything different, okay? So I'm not mad at you for having that view. 
So privilege is a hard word for you to accept. It's accurate, but it's a hard word for you to accept. We'll go with that. So um, let's say you started at the same start line as everyone else, right? You didn't have any privilege. You didn't start ahead of that starting line. Well, when a black person comes to the starting line, um, they end up with a disadvantage. You know, here's one example that we talked about, the criminal justice system. That is a disadvantage. If they make a mistake in high school, if they, in the case of Tyree Nichols, do nothing at all. Try to save their own life. <laughs> As any creature with a nervous system on this planet would do. Any creature endowed with the capability and the, the cognitive capacity to uh, perform a fight or flight function. So relative to the black person in this scenario, starting two, three steps behind the start line, it looks like privilege. In fact, it is a privilege to start at zero, to not start at negative three. I'll move on. What other institutions exist? Um, well, there's invisible forces at just about every step in society that is significant, economic, political, uh, um, educational, etc. This list goes on. So um, let's let's talk about housing discrimination. This is an is invisible force to a lot of people. We talk about it here on the Black Information Network. I talk about it with Q Ward on Civic Cipher in Black Circles or where there's leadership and an eye toward the future. This is something that we have always had to pay attention to. Dr. King was fighting for this. And, and he picked up the baton from the elders that came before him and they, the elders that came before them. You may not know that the biggest loss of black wealth ever happened in 2008 during the recession. And, you know, you, you may know what happened. Maybe you didn't. But, you know, banks were betting on people most likely to default on their loans. So that when they defaulted, they could receive that wealth. And granted, this happened mostly to poor people. But we're not talking about who upheld the system. We're talking about who benefited from it. And who benefited from it was rich, old, white men. Who was disadvantaged as a result of it? Largely black people. Again, the, 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 the biggest eradication of black wealth in history in this country. So maybe housing discrimination doesn't cut it for you. Let's go to, uh, the digital space. 
I watched a, a movie recently, a documentary on um, the racism inherent in algorithms that now govern a not insignificant chunk of our society, our day-to-day lives. And you would think, as I did, that algorithms are unbiased. Right? Again, invisible forces that uphold white supremacy. These aren't even people. But the people who benefit from them are certainly white. Men, older, wealthy, the list goes on. But you know the type. At the expense of us. And so, how does this look? Well, um, a racist algorithm manifests itself in things like job screening. Right? Now, I'll be honest, I'm not sophisticated enough or articulate enough in this area to uh, detail that. But I have seen myself what that looks like, granted from the documentary, but also from some of the conversations that I've had in this space with people who are far more educated than me, to know that that is absolutely the way that it is. You know, many of the tech companies have had to come to terms with this, IBM, Amazon, right? That there's racism inherent in their facial recognition uh, software. Um, so that, that kind of bleeds over into racial profiling. You know, these algorithms are built by people using data that people have instructed the computers to collect. So the prejudices of the people are inherent in the formation of the data being collected. Indeed, the ideas about what the data means is is absolutely inherent in this. I believe there was an example I saw where um, it might have been Google created an AI Twitter account that was completely run by AI. And in a matter of hours, they had to disconnect it from Twitter because it learned to be misogynistic, racist above all else, misogynistic. And it quickly became a very dangerous, very far right leaning um, computer model because that's what it learned. It, it, it went right there in a matter of hours and they had to disconnect it because it was saying very awful, untrue and unkind things. And there are factors that those of us who don't work in that space may not even be aware of. So I think I'll stop right here because I, I, I think I've made my point. Um, and indeed, that point is that white supremacist institutions are not about who upholds them. They are about who benefits from them and who is disadvantaged by them. This is why we call them that. 
This is what we fight against. This is what we push back against. So no one can say anything about them being black officers who killed Tyree Nichols. Black people can uphold white supremacist institutions and it still be called that. Algorithms can do the same thing. Computers can do the same thing. The list goes on. And now you know. So here's the part of the show where I open the floor up for discussion. I'd love to hear from you. Um, as always, I am at Ramses Ja on all social media. Let me know what you think. Um, and uh, if you feel so inclined, please use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. Let's chop it up. All right. Until we do. Peace. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.